Welcome to Hustlers Healthy Hacks. I'm Madeline Carafa, creator and host of the Healthy Hustlers. And I'm Tegan Martin, former Miss Universe Australia and presenter. Every Tuesday, we will be bringing you raw and honest conversations that we hope will empower you to live a healthier, happier life. If you enjoy our conversations, we'd love you to follow our adventures on Instagram. You can find Tegan at Tegan.Martin and myself, Madeline, at The Healthy Hustlers. Now let's dive into this week's conversation. Hey, it's Tegan Martin, and this episode is brought to you by ITP, my preferred tax company. The Income Tax Professionals, Australia's most trusted tax service with 140 offices Australia-wide. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Teagues, hello, how are you? Morning, Mads. I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good, all considering we are, as everyone knows, back in lockdown in Melbourne. So we've just done our, by the time you listen to this, I think we've done our second week of lockdown. So four to go. I'm counting them in weekends because I feel like they go faster. So we've got four weekends to go. Um, But yeah, look, as I said last weekend, uh, last week's episode is what it is at the moment. So I called you this morning and I was like, I always ask you and I'm kind of like, I can tell straight away in the tone of your voice what's going on and whether it's like, you know, you're struggling with it or not. And I was like, how are you doing? And you were like, yeah, good. And I was like, oh, this is the first time I haven't been able to read like her tone. It's <laughs> almost like you were neutral this time. Yeah, I feel a bit neutral. Well, I'm very, very sleep deprived. Um, I've only talked about four hours last <laughs> so that night. Was a zombie so. answer. <laughs> and we should all know by now that I'm not good without my sleep. So that probably has a lot to do with it. But no, honestly, I think this time around, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable with everything. I did a lot of work the last few months on just remembering to put things into perspective, to practice gratitude. And, you know, I know I mentioned this to you this morning, but for me personally, I'm finding this time around, you know, we've been asked to wear masks as of this week, whenever we leave the house, which is getting a lot of media attention and a lot of hype on social media. And for me, all it's doing is reinforcing the privileged position that we are in Mm. in this country to think Mm -hmm. that something like that to be asked to wear a mask when we leave the house yeah it's not ideal but it's not really that big a deal um so to think that that's one of the worst things we're being asked to do right now just reinforces to me how privileged we are to live in this city you know in some other countries like you would never leave your home ever without a mask or you would be looking out to a war-torn country do you know what I mean there is just so many people so worse off and there's people worse off in this city right now so I just feel like I am yeah in a privileged position and I'm just reminding myself of that each and every day and controlling what I can. I love that we are so lucky I said I love that again I I told myself I was gonna stop saying that. (laughs) Maddie's is 100% and mine is I love that. Um, but anyway, we'll work on those late at another another date. Um, I was watching the news a couple of nights ago and it was just when they started mentioning the mask, the new mask kind of rule that's coming. Is it in place yet or? Uh, well, it will be when this goes live, but okay. as of recording yeah. it tomorrow. Okay. So she was recording out in a completely deserted town. There was no one there. It would have been her and her camera guy probably like 10 metres away and she had this like really offensive, like not offensive, I shouldn't say that, but the mask was quite like it was dramatic. And I was like, 
just remember, Tegan, they have to make this seem bigger and scarier yeah. than it is. Like just keep reminding yourself that the media, you know, mm. this is whilst it's horrible for everyone, like they probably have more eyes tuning in than ever before because people want to be updated on the cases and and they they do make things seem scary than it is. Um, and so I just had to remind myself to calm down because when I tuned in and she had it on, I was like, whoa, like what's happening to the world? Like this is so, this is intense. And then I flicked the channel and there was another girl in Melbourne doing the same cross without it. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. I think for me, the saddest thing about the masks or the thing that's made me go, oh my goodness, I can't believe this, is that I actually love being able to go for a walk and give people a smile and say hello. Yeah. You know, I grew up in such a small town. I think you'd know the same being in Newcastle that we just always said hello to every single person, no matter if you knew them or not. And yeah. it's something that I've really continued to do living in Melbourne. And a lot of people will not say anything back. A lot of them will look at me like I'm weird, but there is that small portion of people that give you that beaming smile back like you've just made my morning. And, and I think for me, I always think like, you know, that might be the only smile that some people get, especially at the moment. So I think for me, that's what saddened me about wearing the mask is just that little bit of human connection that we have mm. left right now feels like it's been taken. I do think that's what it is because I was trying to break down why the masks, even though it was a piece of material over our mouth, seemed so scary to me. And mm. you're right, it's that's all we had left, you know, the elbows then probably now no elbows now you can't see each other's face. It's so crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's a new world we live in. Um, I'm hoping not, but anyway. (laughs) Let's dive into today's conversation though, because I think we're going to take it a little bit lighter today. We've given you guys a lot of information the last few weeks. And I think with this second wave of coronavirus, people are in all different emotions at the moment, you know. I think collectively there's a lot going on. And so we want to take this episode a little bit more gentle and just give you guys some comfort, I think, is is the aim. Yeah. I was sort of having a moment yesterday morning where I thought to myself, there is something in my life that has been quite hard for me to come to terms with that I still believe time is the only thing that is healing it and you know these can be smaller scale things these can be larger scale things but I really wanted to talk to our beautiful audience about the fact that sometimes personal development and trying to push through and trying to figure out how to heal your emotions or suppress them or whatever it is you may do normally with you know smaller scale things it just doesn't work and sometimes you whether you've been through something hard before and you've realized that time is such a big healer um, or you haven't been through major hardship before and you're going through something right now where you're like, will I get through this? I'm not sure. We're here to tell you that from our experience, time heals everything. Mm -hmm. And I really want to dive into that, give you some maybe experiences from my past of of when um you know nothing but time seemed to be able to ease the pain because we don't want to be showing up every week for you trying to get you to download more and more information as to how you can better yourself and how you can get through things 
um, when sometimes you just need time. Absolutely. I think there's a quote I actually saw a few weeks back on Instagram. I can't remember what it was in relation to, but basically it said about how the universe or the world or source, whatever you want to call it, will never give us something that is too hard for us to overcome. Mm. And sometimes we need hard experiences and hardship to appreciate the good times. And that's something that I just keep reminding myself is that like, if we can't get through this, it wouldn't happen to us. Like, and I think, you know, I mentioned the book Untamed last week. I think, are you, you're reading yes, it as still, well? Yeah, probably not as fast um, as you. And she says in that, I know I've actually read that so ridiculously. I'm the slowest reader and I've read that so I quick, know, like, I'm a million like, over a week. I'm finished like, it. So I've sort of changed my opinion on something tag and I'm like, oh my God, are you that far into the book already? <laughs> It's seriously, guys, like if it's the best book, it's some, it's a book I'm going to read again and again, I think, because I'm taking so much from it now, but I know there'll be even more that I'll take from it in a few months and a few years. So I'm, I'm going to keep reading it over and over. But something she said reinforces in it is that we can do hard things. Mm. And it's so true. We're capable of getting through hard times. And exactly what you said, sometimes the only thing that we need is time. Mads, you are so right. I look at certain things that certain people in my life are going through and I think, I don't think I'd be able to get through that. Like, how is she dealing with this? And you will often find that certain people seem to get hit with more shit than others. I don't know if you have like certain friends that you're like, my goodness, like things just go from bad to worse and they're positive people and they're really strong people but they're not being served anything that they can't handle and then on the other hand i will i will see people in my world who have had fairly you know steady upbringings and you know haven't experienced a lot of death or been through many breakups or you know things are fairly steady for them and then something hits them and it may seem to me, like a smaller scale problem, but the way that they, what it does to them is just as significant emotionally as someone else who I'm like, how is she getting through that? Mm, (laughs) So you are right. Like we, I really don't think we will be served anything that we can't handle. Um, Some are, I guess, wired to be able to handle more than others. And that's just the way, the way life is and the way that we are built. But at the end of the day, we're all going to go through something really hard at some point in our life. Like death is inevitable for all of us. We all have at least probably 10 people that we can think of that we think it would be unimaginable to be living on this earth without them. And we're going to lose them or we're going to go first at some point. So, you know, death is one thing that we aren't going to be able to avoid. And at some point we're going to need to sort of learn how to be able to handle that. And all the advice around um, losing someone, whether it be a breakup, which can sometimes feel like losing someone to death, is that time really is the biggest healer. And if you're doing everything else, like you're speaking to someone, um, you're getting professional help, you're you know getting enough sunshine, you're you know eating healthy, you're sleeping. If you're doing all those things right, and you're not wondering why anything's shifting, it's because you need to go through it and you need to you need to heal and, and the only thing that can do that is time. Yeah. Look, I can't talk from a position of losing anyone 
too close. Like mm. um, I'm very been very fortunate there. So I definitely don't, I guess, want to dive into it too much for, from that angle. Yeah. But from a what you were saying about s- some people dealing with something that seems so minor compared to something so huge or losing someone. So I've definitely experienced watching that and seeing, you know, some really important people in my life lose the most important people in their lives and then other people going through what I guess I would call more trivial things or just minor things. But the thing I have to keep reminding myself watching those people and, you know, if they come to me for advice is that like right now that is big to them. They haven't been through something like this. So it's almost this gentle development for them to get comfortable, I guess, losing something so that when a big thing happens, they can look back and think, well, I got through this so I can get through this thing. Yeah. Hopefully that makes sense. I'm not sure if I articulated that right, but you know, that's more just from observing people in my life who have gone through some really tough times who literally do seem to soldier on and, you know, they, they still bring that, that good positive energy whether other people getting really trapped in in certain emotions or experiences for longer than I think that they should be trapped in it. Mm. But I think it's all a personal process. And sometimes people need a really long time to sit in a feeling and an emotion to get through it and to see that light at the end of the tunnel. While other ones, you know, already have those tools in their toolkit and they know how to shift out of that emotion or that hardship that little bit faster. Mm, mm, I love that. And that's the sort of stuff we talk about week to week on here. I guess we were probably just feeling a little bit pulled this week um, since there is so much going on. And we don't want people to think that this episode theme is just around losing someone um, or going through a breakup. It's people losing all sorts of things right now during COVID, jobs, friends, you know, because of just too much stress being put on relationships, people losing things everywhere I look, whether it be something minor or major, and even something as, I guess you could call it trivial compared to other things that can put you through in deep hardship, like um, having a bust up with a a close friend and realising maybe that they're not serving you anymore and and Mm. moving away from that and, and having them sort of out of your life can be a really traumatic thing to go through. And I've been through it before. I've had to let certain people go Mm. in my life that I used to be really close to that, Mm. you know, maybe had done something that didn't sit well with me or, and I'm kind of that person that I will forgive, but I, you know, if it comes to a point where I'm thinking we are not on the same page anymore, I will remove myself from that scenario. And that doesn't, that's still not an easy thing. And there's certain situations in my life where I I think back to a time where I was really close to someone and sometimes I'll think you know I really miss that person but Mm. when I was going through it and when I was distancing myself some days I just wanted to call them up and be like let's just forget that you ever were deceitful to me because I just want to be your friend again and I just want to go back to the happy fun memories and I had to be strong in that and realize they weren't good for me and and let let time soften the blow of losing that friend and losing that person that was such a big part of my life. And eventually it feels less and less painful and you wake up one day and you realise why it happened. We'll be right back after this healthy break. 
Hi guys, it's Tegan Martin and I want to share with you how I changed my perspective around tax and money. I started using ITP when I was feeling stressed about whether I was getting the best out of my tax return. Within a few months, ITP had completely flipped around my tax service and strategies. Today, I'm claiming things I never knew I could claim, plus building a strategy around my dream of purchasing a property with tax advantages as a key focus. With 140 offices around Australia, ITP are committed to maximizing your tax return and ensuring you are well on your way to financial freedom. Are you getting the best out of your financial year? If not, click the link in the show notes below to contact an ITP expert today. I think that's a really important way to look at it and, you know, loss, we're talking about any kind of loss, anything yes. that, is, that is hurting you or upsetting you. And it's interesting, it's been a big piece for Ryan and I this year is getting comfortable with when people are no longer serving you. Mm. And for me, I think because I grew up outside of Melbourne, I grew up at the coast, so I had Mm. my school life, my upbringing there, and I moved to Melbourne. I've naturally shifted a lot with friendships. Like I still have my core best friends, of course, but in terms of like wider circles and groups, I have let go of a lot of people throughout time. And, you know, once upon a time, it really used to hurt me. Mm. Like I used to, you know, even my wedding was a huge point where I guess (laughs) it comes to light. You're like, wow, I actually not inviting this person to my wedding. Totally. Or there's, you know, there was really people that I would have thought were my forevers Mm. who couldn't attend my wedding because of certain things. And it obviously naturally makes the friendship, I don't want to say lessen, but it definitely loses the closeness and the depth of the friendship that you thought you had. And so I feel like I've been on a bit of a journey of learning to let go of those things and recognizing that over time, like I now, two years after my wedding, feel so much more comfortable with where those relationships are at. And I understand why they are where they are now. Whether when it was happening and when it was leading to my wedding, I just couldn't understand why these people would not want to be there or, you know, making that effort. Whether now I totally understand it and it's, and I'm comfortable with it and it's okay. And yes, I still miss having them in my life as much as I did. But I think it's something that I can look back on and think, well, I don't need to hold on to that. It served me for what it was. It's, it's helped me get to this point in, in my life. Sometimes I just think like I look around at people and I'm like, I'm literally looking at relationships between other people being like, why are you still trying so hard with each other? Like, (laughs) you know, and I actually had a really beautiful conversation with a friend who listened to, um, I did an anxiety sort of meditation or something that I use for my anxiety around letting go of other people. And I had a really interesting conversation with a friend of mine who I didn't really think was, you know, massively into the personal development scene at all, but she Um, I wouldn't even call it personal development. It's just life. Like, you know, people suffer from stress and anxiety. and It's getting comfortable with. Yeah. And and she sort of said, I have this friend that I'm really close to. And when you said in the video, you know, we all have someone that sometimes makes us feel a little bit inferior to them. I was like, I have that with this friend. Like, and I think she just maybe had a bit of a realization that, we don't always need to be putting ourselves in these situations that make yeah. us feel crappy. 
Totally. Um, but this is sort of going down going down a, a normal path again of, of talking about relationships and, and how much they have an impact on your life. But but really the time heals everything theme of this episode can stem back to friendships, relationship breakdowns, totally. losing yeah. some to death. Like these are all the things that cause extreme pain in the human Definitely. Experience. And even like, you know, I've got someone in my life who's done so much work on themselves, like has grown, oh my goodness, like in the last 10 years, I'm just like mind blown at like how far they have actually come and and what they're doing and achieving in the way that they look at things now compared to 10 years ago. But this thing of letting go of people or being comfortable with a friendship or a relationship ending almost feels new to them yeah. because they have had, you know, certain people in their life for a really, really long time and that history means so, so much. Yeah. So coming to terms with the fact that that relationship is no longer what it once upon a time was oh, man, or what I they struggle. thought it was always going to be yeah. um, is a whole new challenge, yeah. you know, and I, I can talk to them about the fact of, well, that's something I'm now comfortable with but it's because yeah. I've experienced it time and time and time again. again. And because one day someone said to you, you have to be aware of this, it may not be what you need anymore. And history yeah. doesn't beat quality. Absolutely. You know? So someone yeah. said that to you and maybe something shifted and you looked at it differently. Like I'm the same. I'm like still have these people that I'm like, I can't let go. I just want to keep trying. And I you think know? the thing with like I guess what where Ryan and I were talking about and exactly what you're saying and my other friend is like, you have these really long life friends that you've had yeah. from primary school or high school. And I know I keep going back to friends here, but it's the easiest way, I guess, to try to explain this concept or this these thoughts. You know, I don't actually have that. Like I don't have someone that I went through kinder and primary school with. I don't I don't haven't ever had those friends. Like my best friends have been there since I've finished high school, but I don't have those kind of like primary school kids. Mm kid age friends, whether I feel like sometimes they're the ones that are the hardest to let go. And I know that's for you personally. They're sometimes the hardest ones for you to Oh, I still run into my primary school friends and I'm like, do you want to have a wine? Like, <laughs> And then I'm like, well, I don't have anything in common with you anymore. I just want to give myself to everyone and I want to hold on to holding on to the past. That's what it is. It's mm-hmm. in, If we were to just generally break it down, Something that I have a problem with in my world is holding on to what things once were and holding Mm -hmm. on to the way that past environments and people used to make me feel. I think one of the greatest lessons for me was traveling alone when I was 23. And I moved to, I just, Ryan and I had been dating for a year actually, and I got a scholarship to go to America. And so I went over there by myself. I'd had like a full 12 months of, I guess, being in love with this guy really young and I didn't know where the relationship was going to go Mm. and I was placing a huge amount of my happiness and my worth on expecting things from him and that relationship. And then I moved overseas and what I figured out for the first time was that I I was in control. I was in control of my actions, in control of my thoughts, in control of my happiness at the end of the day. And I had no one there. I had no friends, no boyfriend. I just had little old me. And what that has taught me over time is that you need to always, no matter what, even now being married, you know, or having a daughter, like I still go back to the fact that 
if I'm not happy in here, mm. if I'm not managing the thoughts and the actions inside here, how can I expect anyone else to do it? How can I expect anyone or any external thing to bring about that happiness and to shift that mindset? So I think it all comes back and that's where I think time is a powerful thing is that it allows us to get comfortable with those inner thoughts and those inner knowings and those inner I guess emotions you know it it allows us to to really tap in and to to understand what's going on and to understand where that's stemming from and how to next time be better at it to move through it quicker to recognize it earlier this is a bit of an awkward thing to talk about but I have probably I feel like I might have had one of those lives that has had a little bit more hardship in terms of you know I lost my grandma when I was really young, then my great-grandma, then my auntie, and then I'll speak openly about this. My family kind of had a bit of a, a family debacle and the family relationship broke down. So I went from seeing all my cousins and having this beautiful big family to it just everything just went from it just kept getting worse. And so I I kind of lost my family, in my extended family in in, in a roundabout way. And I feel like as much as I was young or I was, you know, young and then through to my early teens, I thought when I was a bit older, I thought, oh, it's fine. I was young. I didn't really understand it. But I now realized that I was building this extreme shell of strength and resilience during those years. And then later on in life, when big things would go wrong, I was just like, it's okay. I know that in time it will feel okay. It will be okay. Things will things will be okay. And then as you just mentioned, it's not just about the time, um, you know, fixing it. It's about the time that helps you with your inner knowing and your emotions helps you understand the situation. That resonates with me because for me, a huge part of it is in time, I start to go, there's a certain point. So for example, let's talk about my first breakup. It was shit. I had no idea how to handle it because that was a new kind of experience. But I'd experienced that feeling of loss before in my chest. Like it's almost like your heart just feels empty. And I kind of had this like resilience built within me throughout my childhood with, with all the loss within the family that went, I felt this before. I know that it's going to be okay. And then one day I woke up and the lesson hit me. It was like my head was like, oh, you went through this because it's taught you this and now you're this kind of person, which is pretty kick-ass because no one can no one can bring you down now, you know? And that's when you said that to me before, I just thought, yes, it's so much more about um, not just like, of course, time just helps lessen the pain. I think sometimes we let go of certain memories as well, like we, the memories fade and it's not, they're not a prominent part of our life. So we don't, we're not expecting to wake up and see them next to us in the morning or we're not expecting to be able to call them because they're not in, they're not on this earth anymore or whatever it may be. That helps, but it's also the serious lessons that start coming through and becoming clearer as time goes on. The pain fades and the awareness of why it happened becomes so strong. And then we go, okay, this is a human experience. I need to go th- through these things because life is hard. Like life mm. is not all, you know, fairies and unicorns. And we need to be able to get through these things and learning and really focusing on the lessons we learn from hardship. And, you know, they only come with time. 
is so powerful in this human experience we're having. Absolutely. And oh, I that was a bit deep for a uh, Tuesday morning. <laughs> I loved it. You really took it to the next level. But I think that, you know, that human experience, reminding, reinforcing to yourself, this is a human experience. I'm a human having a human experience. I think that perfect. is so, so important. And a quote I remember Holly said in one of our courses, uh, our coaching sessions, which was around letting go, she spoke about how people are either there for a reason, a Mm -hmm. season or a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And that's a quote that I particularly liked and and gave me a lot of comfort. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to read one now um, that I found in an article and I just wrote it down in my notes so I don't have someone to credit, but it was so beautiful. And it is, we all know the definition of time, but never realize that it is the only true medicine to fix the worst ache of the human heart, loss. Oh. <laughs> so well, that was- it, was, it was a little bit deep, but I do feel we needed to go there for people going through things right now. You know, we're always going through things as humans, but I feel like right now there's a lot more people going through a lot more things and it yeah. may just compile for some people to the point of, of a breakdown and yeah. let just we just want to let you know that having a breakdown is okay and yeah. that time will be the best thing to help you. To help you there's heal. that saying around that sometimes you need your building or your castle to crash yes. to be able to rebuild it and I think, oh my God, you know, yes. if you feel right now like you were at, rock bottom Mm. the reason why is so that you can rebuild it so much more beautiful and truer to what you were meant to be living so So we've never spoken about this before but my therapist told me that years ago when I hit like a serious rock bottom I remember going in and being like there's nothing this person can say to help me right now like nothing and that was the one analogy in that session that I've never forgotten he was like Tegan sometimes and this will happen to everyone at some point in their life everything needs to fall apart because if you're going down the wrong path and you've built these building blocks up that maybe aren't exactly the building blocks that you need to be the truest, best, most happy, positive version of yourself, sometimes they'll just someone will just come and knock your tower over or something, an experience will knock your tower over so that you can learn that building a new one is totally okay. I was like, and that's I think if we can get comfortable with believing that the reason why this is happening is so that you can rebuild a truer, more more beautiful and wiser and fuller version of yourself, then how damn beautiful is that? Absolutely. That speaks really true to anyone who's lost a job during COVID, um, Mm -hmm. particularly if it was one that you loved. Just remember everything happens for a reason. Time will heal this great sadness you have right now, particularly if you lost a job that you love. And I know those ones hurt the most because um, my mum absolutely adores her job and she found the first job that she really loved in her 50s in, and said, I've never loved a job before. And when it was looking like she was going to lose it, which she hasn't, thankfully, I was like, I don't know how how to deal with this because she's so happy. So, you know, if you have lost a job during COVID, um, our heart goes out to you. But just remember, your tower's been knocked down so you can build a better, stronger, more beautiful one. And, um, you know, if you're hurting, time heals all. Awesome. Thanks for joining me, Teagues. I will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on the podcast app. If you'd like to suggest a topic, we'd love to hear from you via Instagram 
at The Healthy Hustlers or via the website, thehealthyhustlers.com. If you'd like to stay up to date with all things hustle, please follow at tegan.martin and at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram. See you all next week.